Okay, so here we are. Welcome to Good Film Hunting, where we, two sisters originally from Chicago, but now living in different parts of the country, rewatch our favorite childhood movies as adults. So I'm Eleanor, I'm the elder, and I'm currently in Los Angeles working in the entertainment industry. Uh, and I'm Anne. I am currently in Chicago again, and I'm working as a teacher. Woohoo! But it's summer, so it's a little different. So it's summer, so life is looking up for you. How's the weather? Are you having good weather or terrible weather? It's beautiful, actually. It's really nice. All about it. Yeah. That's good to hear. It is. It's awesome. Not too human? No, actually. That's amazing. Yeah, it's good. Okay, so what was one of your favorite things in pop culture this week? Hmm. What did I love from this past week? I would say there's like a few things that, I'm going to say two, but both are kind of like virally video-esque. From, I'm going to put it under viral, viral videos from this past week. So I really enjoyed the video that initially Victoria Beckham shared, and it was about kind of the global goals and what do you really, really want. And it was on the 20th anniversary of Wannabe, which is crazy that Wannabe came out 20 years ago. Sorry, yeah. But then also, um, I was in a very, very bad mood. And so then what I ended up doing is going back and watching some of the Ham for Ham YouTube videos, which is Ham for Ham, the mini shows that they do outside the Richard Rogers Theater during the lot, like the lottery for Hamilton tickets. And that, that was really enjoyable. And I needed that. Good. Um, Similarly, my favorite thing this week is, sorry, what did you say? Viral video. Oh, okay. Um, so I would say similarly to you, I was like kind of re-obsessed with Hamilton this week. Um, I was in Washington, D.C. for much of the week, and... It was just kind of like all around me, of like these names and people who are in the musical. Um, so like I was at the time at Memorial, which is like super pretty, and I was like singing part of the Styler Sisters, and you know, just kind of like in it. Um, and I was talking to a lot of people who hadn't yet heard, like heard the music, and so I was like really kind of dumbfounded by that because it is like so incredible. Um, so yeah, it was an, it was interesting, but I love 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 Hamilton, like more than I ever thought possible. Right, and I told you a long time ago that it would be okay. Do you think the parents are getting into it? Um, I uh, no, they're not like super into it yet. I think that they will be. Um, they're like all about going now. They feel really cool that they have tickets and that they can tell that to other people, and they're like impressed. So yeah. Um, There's nothing that I haven't enjoyed more than being more impressive than previously thought, especially in front of their siblings. Yeah, true. So all of that happens. Everybody thinks Bob and Robin are cool because they are. Um, so, yeah, it's it's good. And I'll probably listen to it, like, all day today. 
as I like really move into my apartment, um, which is going to be a struggle. I'm like looking at everything I own and just like hating it. <laughs> it will be okay. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Yeah. It all. Uh, anyway, shall we talk to the findings? Let's talk finding Nemo. Okay. Well, should we free finding Nemo? What were your thoughts on finding Dory? I know it's made so much money. It will probably need to pass with me by Secret Life of Pets. Uh, which I don't, which, do you think you'll see? No. Why not? Because I have no reason to. I don't know. I don't have pets. Um, I don't I I also don't know why I like the elimination movie theater. Last summer, I, like, gave Minions, I was like, I'll give this a try. And then it was, like, the worst time of my life. Possibly sitting in that movie for the an hour and a half or whatever it was. I had, don't know if I'd ever been more miserable previously. Why? What was so miserable about it? It's not funny. And uh, the animation is not impressive enough. And it, like, even in a way where you clearly know that these Pixar movies are, I'm like, I don't even have a problem with Frozen. Like, it looks very computerized. But it's, and I can't tell anything by, uh, I don't know, anything technological, but it seems too computerized for that to just be me. Yeah. Okay. I feel you. To be honest, I haven't watched the whole Minions movie. <laughs> and I know I ever will. <laughs> I watched the students and I was like, nah, I've had enough of this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, okay, stop on Finding Dory. So, um, to be honest, I thought Finding Dory, now, I also have to say... I was, like, not in the best state to be a human when I stopped it's finding girl. Just in case you ever have a student who listens to this podcast, here's hoping that they never see you in such a state. Yeah, I was, I was not, I was not ready to be amongst humanity. I was, like, so tired, and, um, yeah, it was not good. So, it was, yeah. But, to be honest, I thought it was really dumb. I thought it was really contrived. Um, I love Finding Nemo, and I loved the character Dory in Finding Nemo, but I didn't need this. I didn't need the backstory. I didn't need um, a sequel. I think that they could have just left Finding Nemo where it was and been fine. So that's kind of my take. Mm-hmm. How about you? I would agree. Um, I would say the only part I really liked about Finding Dory was the Sigourney Weaver running joke, how like, she keeps hearing, like, who is the Sigourney Weaver? And welcome to the place. And she's like, my good friend, Sigourney Weaver. Um, that part I liked and I thought was funny. Um, but other than that, I took nothing away from it. it was t- and I talked to people about it. And I was like, it was too unbelievable. And they're like, it's a movie about talking fish. And I was like, the first one was an adventure, but it didn't seem unbelievable in the way that, like, two fish hopping over, 
and I'll know like um, 62 Wallaby Way, Sydney, Australia. And so Marlon, who is kind of a scared kind of guy anyway, um, has to take this big adventure to go find his son. And along the way, he makes a lot of friends, namely Dory, who is a blue tang fish, as we just um, determined, who has short-term memory loss. So she's kind of just like has to tell herself to keep swimming. She has to kind of reintroduce herself all the time. Um, because she just like doesn't remember that she just met someone, uh, and it's funny. So in the end, they find Nemo, and they all get to be kind of like one big happy family again. Was that a good synopsis? Mm-hmm. That was a brilliant synopsis. Is this you read it offline? Did you? I did not. No. That's so impressive. Yeah. Thanks. I did what I could. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, so educational value of finding Nemo. Um, again, kind of as you said, I think it did increase a lot of um, interest in marine life and, like, marine biology. And I definitely have some students who, like, want to do that, um, which is cool. And I would also say that they it introduces it introduced students and children to – I don't know. I mean, I think that it, it showed them that, like, animation could be still, like, fun and silly, but you could learn something, too. Like, the animators, like, didn't make things up. Like, these fish look like these fish. Like, they can see these fish, like the chef program, um, which I think is powerful. Um, okay. That's a really, really good point. So, Having it near reality, but in a way that's accessible. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think you could say the same for, like, movies that are, like, one of the movies that I really, which didn't really do too well on the box office, um, but I think is kind of cute, is, oh, gosh, what's it called? It's, like, these animals are being taken, like, their their forest is being taken over by a subdivision, um, and, oh, goodness. I can't remember what it's called, but it's really good. It's cute because it, there's a lot of product placement in it, for sure. But it's also done in such a way that, like, kids can connect, and they also see, like, oh, my gosh, it's true. Like, building houses, building these things, like, takes homes away from animals. Um, and I think that's Oh, Neighbors or something like that? Sorry? Was it maybe called, like, Neighbors? Or I feel like there was a movie, like, Squirrel Hunt or something equally stupid. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But I think it's yeah. similar. Like, it's reality, and it makes the kids think about what they're viewing um, in a different way than, like, a princess movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I, mean, I would even argue that the first one, the first Finding Nemo, it's not that I have to say, like, the first Finding Nemo, too. It is really great. I think it was, it was one of those movies that was perfect for both people of all ages, but particularly parents. You can think about any movie in which you have a parent who is overprotective. That's like, it's a movie that reminds in a very simple way, in a, very, in a way that's not offensive because it's not pointing at failings in any human parent, right? Yeah. Um, this is a guy who, like, is so invested in his son's success that he's willing to do that. And so it's not making fun of him for, like, loving and being, being 
wanting the best for his son, but it's also like bringing up the point that like he's never going to be able to do anything if right. if his dad's holding him back all the time. Right. Yeah, which is which is good for parents to hear. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just like Finding Nemo. Um, I like so my favorite character in Finding Nemo is Squirt, the little turtle. Um, I think he's. Oh my goodness. Okay, sidebar. Can I tell you a story about the little turtle? Yeah. What is the other turtle's name? Crush and Squirt. Okay, so remember when I was living in Bangkok and I was like, went to this. what do you call it? Uh, JJ Market, which is like the biggest outdoor market, possibly in Asia, but definitely the biggest outdoor market in Thailand. And this so massive animals. I obviously didn't buy uh, a clownfish and a blue panfish because there were signs everywhere being like, leave them in the ocean. But I was like, oh, I should have an animal. That will make me like be happier because isn't that what you hear all the time is that like animals make you happier? I think that might be true for, like, everyone except me. Um, but, so, anyway, so I get this little turtle, um, and then the woman is like, oh, the turtle will be lonely. So I, like, cave, and I had another little turtle, and I was like, perfect, little turtle friend. So I named them Turtle Crush, and then I take them back to my apartment, and I have these two little turtles, and then all of a sudden, like, one of them has, like, a black eye. And I was like, what in the heck? These are tiny, tiny little turtles. I mean, like, about maybe the size of a half-dollar coin. Because like, these are, like, little guys. But one of them has, like, puppy eyes. And then I spend some time working online, and these are the type of turtles that hate to be around other turtles. So, like, the alpha was, like, killing the other one whenever I wasn't looking. Like, they actually need eyeballs out. <laughs> anyway, it died. And then, right? Isn't that crazy? So anyway, that one died, and then the other one died, probably because I shouldn't take care of animals. But anyway, that is my crush and sports so, story. Yeah. yeah. Just no good. That's, like, actually pretty devastating. I know. If he had someone to produce their show, they could probably edit that out. But alas, this is probably going to go up totally unfiltered. Yeah, it is. Hashtag skills. You know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But anyway, King Crash are like my two favorite characters. Okay. Well, I guess it's kind of... um, I would hope that that's, that's my parenting style where I'm like, hey, go experience something. Like, dude, but, like, not quite so chill. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to, like, the educational value, what do you think is the travel value of a film like this? Um, I mean, it makes me really want to go to Australia. <laughs> I don't know. And again, I think that um, I, I, I'm guessing that after this movie, a lot more children were interested in going to places where they could, like, do snorkeling or, like, diving or something. So, again, I mean, I think it's exposure to a part of the world that, like, 
kids don't normally see. Like, they're not really allowed in there. And it gave us kind of just access to it, which is cool. Um, how about you? Yeah, I would say one of the coolest experiences I've had traveling was um, I really, it's been a while since I've done it. So I think on our next adventure, adventure, we need to go to a place where I can make it happen is, um, what's, oh my gosh, I'm blinking on it now. What's it called when you wear like a water mask, air mask, and you go under the scuba diving? My goodness. We're having a great day. So what, I went scuba diving in the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, and I saw both a clownfish and a blue tanefish near each other. What? Did you go diving in the Great Barrier Reef because of this movie? Well, no, I didn't go directly because of this movie. I went because I had a scuba diving license. But I would say it was such a cool experience, and it's not... It's hard to in the Great Barrier Reef right now is like dying because the coast of Australia is so populated now that they've killed off a lot of the sharks who used to live close to the reef. And so now there's too many fish, so it's overpopulating, and the fish eat too much of the coral. So the coral is actually all pretty much one color. It's kind of dead. As opposed to like if you go to East Timor, it's a much more colorful, vibrant coral just because it's a lot of less development. Um, but I, the reason I read is just massive, so that's the, that's the cool part there. But what was awesome is I saw in front of me while I was scuba diving the blue tang fish and um, the clownfish together, and I, like, almost lost my mind. I, like, almost, like, knocked out my, like, breathing mask, and I was like, you know what? I shouldn't die because of this movie, but... This is exciting. That's so funny. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. No, it was really cool. And it's hard to, and I remember, I don't know about you, but I remember seeing uh, Finding Nemo in theaters. And it's funny because I saw it with a few friends from high school. And it's funny too because now, like, one of those friends is married with almost three kids. Another one of those friends is married with a baby. But we were like freshmen in high school and we went to go see it. And I thought, we thought it was a like very sketchy movie theater mall that was really close to Northridge. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it like Dolphinville or something like that? Yeah. Okay, so we thought there and it was like a rainy day in May. It was like opening night and it was sold out, but it was, like, such a fun experience. So it's both the, time, both the times I've seen Finding Nemo and then Finding Glory, I feel like it'll be, like, really random movie-going experiences because I think they're the only times I'll ever go to either of those movie theaters in my life. So, like, in that sense, they'll be memorable. Yeah, I can see that. It's, yeah... It's funny. I mean, I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you say that because I had I never really think about the movie theaters I go to. To be honest, I think you you think about that far more than I do. So I'm like, oh, it's a movie theater. Like, who really cares? <laughs> but you would remember. It's cool. I mean, but it is important. I mean, and I'm not even like crazy. I have a friend 
So I affirmed, that was like one of the things though about moving out to Los Angeles. Because you know how like growing up, out of everyone we knew, I was like the person who liked movies. And then you come out here and I'm essentially a dime a dozen. And compared to most people, I only feel moderately okay about movies. Um, I have friends who everything they do is related to movies. Um, I have a friend who has stored every single ticket of every single movie he's attended. And this is a guy who like routinely will see eight movies a week in theaters. Um, so I have a friend who stores every one of his tickets in like uh, folders by year. And so he probably has that going back to like maybe when he was like 10 or 11. And then I have another friend who keeps an Excel spreadsheet of not just, like, a movie he went to, and not just, you know, theaters he went to, but, like, the theater number that he went to. So if you're in, like, theater three, he would be like, oh, I saw Beauty and the Beast in theater three on the theater on 34th Street. Like, crazy. Why? Why do people do this? Well, I guess he, I asked him, and he said it was, it's just kind of fun to be like, Oh, it's interesting that I saw both Neighbors 2 and, I don't know, like, The Incredibles in this same building. And then, I'm like, at least he doesn't, in that sense, like, mark out his, like, row and seat number. Then I would get very con- concerned. Exceedingly yeah. concerned. But alas. Interesting. Uh, right? Yeah. Right? Okay, should we wrap this puppy up? Yes, we should. Okay, so based on everything we've talked about today, what would, where would you want to go in the world? I mean, I don't know. I'm, like, really feeling Ireland a lot lately, but I would also love to go to Australia. Okay. I know, it's so book that was like devastating and it was like, set in Australia so I think right now Australia is just out because of that that makes sense it was just a really depressing book okay I'm going and to I'm going to say national, like, national this time around because I watched so much ham for ham I honestly just wish I could, like, go to New York and just, like, walk around or, like, sit outside. I love crowds, and I, like, don't mind waiting in lines for things. So, I was like, that's something I couldn't do and I would enjoy. So, that could be fun. Lynn Manuel Miranda have his last show, or is it tonight? So, what, is it July 9th? Yeah, it's tonight. The tickets, like, are reselling. Some of the tickets are reselling for $20,000. So maybe if I took out a college loan, I could attend. But I don't think I'll do that. Because we have tickets to see it in February in Chicago, and I'm overjoyed by that. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap this up. Annie, where can people, how can people reach us? We would love to hear comments. There's nothing we would enjoy more. So you can find us on SoundCloud for you to listen, which is so fun. Maybe we'll figure out how to do iTunes soon. Um, and then we, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. 
um, and Instagram. We hit just all of the major social media outlets. Um, and unfortunately, I don't have our names right in front of us, Eleanor. And I know that oh, I can do that. I can do that. So email is goodfilmhuntingpodcast at gmail.com, goodfilmhuntingpodcast, all one word. Twitter, we're gfhunting2. Instagram, we're goodfilmhunting. And Facebook, we're facebook.com slash goodfilmhuntingpodcast. So we tried to make it as complicated as possible to find us and sticking all the different handles. And if you guys have any requests for special guests or for movies, please let us know. Totally. Awesome. Okay. See you later. See you later. We have to work on a closing line. That's and if you have ideas for a closing line, let us know. <laughs> okay. Perfect. All right. See you soon.